0: everybody welcome to old guys rule radio season four episode 19 it's your guy big chuck medium chuck <laughs> <laughs> chuck roast down here in houston and it is hot 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 today we are boiling down here and as usual i'm right around the corner from my best buddy big danny lakey how are you sir
1: dude i couldn't be any happier right now
0: fantastic fantastic so I'll do a little more of our intro and then turn it over to him to tell you why if you'd like to talk about it. So, um, thanks for tuning in to Old Guys Rule Radio. We've got listeners around the world and our listener base is growing. So, the reason why we have so much fun on this is because we know a little bit about sports. We know a little bit about each other. And we want to know a little more about you. So, uh, okay, enough cheese. Danny, go ahead and tell them how they get a hold of us.
1: Uh, you can find us at uh, oldguysruleradio.com. Uh, just search it on your web That's browser, on. Old Guys Rule Radio. You'll find everything you need to know, including all the places that you can find us, like Apple, iTunes, and Pandora, not on Pandora, yeah. but on Spotify, uh, Spotify Pandora, and, everywhere. and I Radio. Everywhere. It's everywhere. But it'll get you to our website, yeah. and you can listen from our website. It'll get you anywhere you want to go. Old Guys Rule and Radio. That's it. That's it. There you go. And we've been around a while. We've been – not not just
0: us. We've been doing this show a little while. And so your comments are welcome. Before we start off, Danny, you got any news you want to kick off? Because I think <laughs> you're the most excited dude in the world. You don't have to throw names or anything. No, no. I, go for well, it, brother.
1: You you know why. So uh, Saturday at 10.40 in the PM, I became a grandfather for the very first time. I, so, yeah. Yeah. So I'm like super excited. I have a grandson, so I get to teach him how to play football. His father wants to teach him how to ride uh, motorbikes and dirt, and he wants him to be a a dirt racer. And you know, he wants him to to ride off-road bikes. And I'm like, okay. And my daughter's like, well, you don't like motorcycles, do you? And I'm like, well, you know, I've had a certain fear about him. So says, how do you feel if we let him do that? And I'm like, well. I got eight and a half acres, and we could make a hell of a track for him. <laughs> that's what I'm well, thinking. <laughs> well, I got I to gotta tell you
0: this. So, this, this is, so I want to see, so of the guys who work, uh, ride racetracks, and that's what their kind of career path is, how many of them have a decent career around their job? Most of them work at restaurants or, you know, still yeah. live with mom. Yeah. Uh, okay, so guys who play football learn how to bust their ass, and they learn how to work. Because football train two-a-days two are no joke. And they're the ones, maybe they end up being a mechanic. Maybe they end up being a podcaster. Maybe they end up, <laughs> up being a president. Um, so it, it, let me tune in and say, football, football, football. But, you know, uh, but congratulations. That's yeah, a, so my
1: next-door my neighbor great was talking big,
0: about... Great big congratulations.
1: My next-door my neighbor's got 10 acres, and he was talking about selling the first six acres. And I'm like... Yeah. He's already mowed it. He's already cleared all the trees off of it. It's just this semi-flat yard. And I'm like, that would make a hell of a football field. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: This is about just the saying. right spot. Just saying. Hey, I, I told my wife she needed to start embracing her mistakes, so she gave me a great big hug. hey <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So I uh, asked 10 people what LGBTQ stand for. Okay. And I couldn't get a straight. I couldn't get a straight answer. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: hey you, you've heard about these people eating the Tide Pods? Yeah, it's it's, it, it's mostly guys, right? Because it's right. easy convi- easy to convince ladies not to eat Tide Pods, but it's harder oh. to deter gents. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, nice. man. That was really bad. Oh. Oh.
0: <laughs> Oh, very nice. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Oh, okay. Anyway, so, why, so, why so are you men- know, I've been
1: going to the gym, right? What? Yeah, sorry. So, so I got me a little honey on the side, and I asked her to meet me at the gym. Yeah, she stood yeah. me up. So, I guess neither of them, neither <laughs> of us, are actually going to work out, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was a good one, Danny. Nice. I like that. I love the jokes that like that are dry and cute.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all, all of my jokes are dry. Yes. And
0: uh, <laughs> uh, and so is yours. Hey, so, so do you know what anyway. you know what
1: Forrest Gump's password is? Because I thought this was cute. Uh, run, Jenny. Run. Oh, close. Run, for I don't know. How Very I'm close. Good. One, Forrest. One. <laughs> one.
0: Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you again for tuning in old Guys old radio. Radio. Uh, I want to go and jump right into NBA basketball. So, um, lovers or haters of old Guys Real Radio, I told you all from the get-go, I think from the beginning of the season when we started focusing a little bit on basketball, that the Celtics are going to be a really tough out. And uh, I know several people who think they know basketball and they're like, Golden State, sweet. Uh, Blah, blah. You know, keep chirping, 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 chirping. and before I turn it over to you, I, I got to tell everybody, as you know, listen to the show. I said, "Golden." I said, "Celtics in six.
1: Um, go ahead, Danny. I, I hate to disagree with you. Hmm. I uh, you you picked the Celtics in seven. Oh jeez, I'm sorry. <laughs> I also picked Whoops. the Celtic. I also picked the Celtic in seven, and and I'll tell you, yep. uh, watching the games. So I think we both said and we both agreed that if the refs called the game and let them play and let them play rough and more of an old style game, that the Celtics were going to win. And if they called it really yeah. tight, that that would that would lend to Golden State. And I think they've they've allowed them to play. Uh, they've allowed them to be bit. physical, and the physical game goes to to Boston. And quite frankly, I've enjoyed watching it. Um, I, I really have, you know. And these guys I, that I like I have to whine. Tuned in.
0: I've tuned into these these finals more than I have in a while. Yeah. Because it's, well, another thing, i got to say, it's two really good teams. Yes, absolutely. Two really good teams playing at a very high level, and it hasn't been like that. Finals, I don't remember for several years where it was. Not just evenly matched, but the coaching and the adjustments have been really sound. And so that's uh, Greg Popovich and Steve Kerr. <laughs> yeah. So, anybody who knows basketball, is saying I'm not saying anything bad about, <laughs> negative about the first year coach, but to break it down a little further, I just got to tell you, uh, Draymond Green, uh, I I don't, for me, um, I'm not a big fan. I, I got to give him credit, right. Um, go ahead, Danny. I see one to pop
1: off. No, no. I you're you're leading I, into what I was talking about. When I was talking about okay, okay. just some of the the whiny babies that tend to be in yeah. basketball. And Draymond Green's one of those guys that have gotten away with a lot of crap all year. He, yeah, he's a great the, player all year. He, and he's, in the regular season, he's got away with crap. He's, and he's not now. He's a
0: he's a decent player, but he does a great job in his role. He's like a, he's different than Rodman, but it's kind of that. Pistons, yeah. Rodman role. You need a tough guy who can knock people around. I get it. I get it. Yeah. And before I, after I finished bitching about him, because um, <laughs> I, I I think I think that he's been allowed to have that role for long enough because of the team around him, that they, he does get away with a lot. Um, he is the instigator. He is that guy. Now. The, the, the Golden State Warriors have been a fluff team even back when Kevin Durant was with them. They have not been a strong or inside team. But what they're starting to find out, that Green is not enough to deal with the very physical team, who's a little bit bigger. You can splash it down, but credit, before I, I give up on it, um, I give credit to him for his role. Because they, they, they gave it to him in Boston the other night, Danny.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, when you're watching the game, they turn the volume really, really low down on the, on on everything other than the announcers, because they were saying, I, "I really don't like it," occasional, but they were like chanting "fu" in his whole name, right? Right. And
1: no, so, I'm not, I'm not for, for that.
0: No, for my money, that's horse crap. Um, you you can screw you or you a couple guys can, but don't ch- chant. That that's not how that's not what sports is about. Right. So. They've been saying a lot of things about Green, about what he said on his podcast, everything else. He didn't play well the other night. Whether it was the crowd with their bad chanting that did it, he had a bad game. But for me, the money for me says, like I said up front, the
1: Celtics are a little bit taller, a little bit longer, and a little bit tougher. So go ahead. I don't don't know that he had a bad game. I mean, he had a terrible game. I, I don't know if you realize this. I almost outscored him. He only outscored me by two by two points, and he played thirty two minutes in the game and barely outscored me by only two. So yeah, and we know yeah. I can't shoot. <laughs> <laughs> so what
0: it comes down to, Danny, being a basketball guy. Um, the fact of the matter is is that he's he's not a young guy anymore. Right. Those things tend to wear on you. He's got a bunch of younger guys that he's smacking on and wrestling around. Early in his career, that's how he made his his, his mark, right? But when you're getting – every sport wears on you. This is his seventh, eighth year, ninth, whatever year. Um, so I, I got to give both teams credit for a fantastic final. But as we said, and I tried try to tell everyone, the Celtics are probably going to tough this one out. So, if you want to throw a couple bucks, if you can make a couple bucks, any game that's in Golden State's uh, home court, I say don't bet on that. Because <laughs> now now it goes one and one. We talked about this earlier. Two and two, and then it goes one here, one there, one here, one there, one there. So, just don't bet your money uh, when you're playing Steph Curry. Um, so, Great job, great job uh, on the comeback. Because out of the out of the halftime, the best team in the league for five years has been Golden State because of the coach Steve Kerr.
1: Oh yeah, and they were and they were fantastic even yesterday when they when they got beat. You know they were down fourteen, was it twelve or fourteen and a half? I can't remember. It was twelve and a half, and then they went down fourteen, and then they came back and got a two point lead. Now. Uh, you know, you get into the fourth fourth quarter or fourth period, and, and Boston took it to them, and uh, that seems to be. I don't know that they're that strong in the fourth. That's where they've seemed to have trouble throughout the playoffs. They had some trouble in the fourth with the Mavs. They they dominated the third every period, but or every game, but yep. they had some trouble in the fourth. So, younger team, older team. Danny, um, I used to hate facial hair, but then it grew on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard about that. <sighs> Have you heard about the new corduroy pillowcases? No, they're making headlines.
0: (laughs) What do you call an obese psychic? This is going to kill
1: you. I don't know. A a four-chin teller. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so we're we're getting we're getting bad ones. All right. So if a prisoner if a prisoner were to take his own mugshot, you know what you call it? No, oh, no. A selfie. Oh,
0: <laughs> Oh, boy. All right. So I want to. NBA, exciting. Watch it. Um, one of the best series I've. NBA. Best. One of the best championship series or games I remember in a while. Um, but, uh,. Instead of going negative, we're going to go to the NHL playoffs, and there one's interesting. Eh, I don't know about the other <laughs> one. So the other one's um, over. Yep, yeah, it is. It is. So um, I, I watched a couple of games in both, and yeah. this is what you got to love about hockey. Right, before I shut up my mouth, is that it's still hockey, bro. Yeah. They get out there, and there's still dirty hits, and there's still fights, and there's still scraps. You got you gotta love the consistency of hockey. If you haven't ever watched hockey I've told a couple people I've told watch hockey, they go, oh, I don't understand it. Well, what do you understand? Well well boxing or tennis. I'm like, Okay. I get you understand boxing. <laughs> you go in there, one guy beats the other guy's butt. Alright, but hockey was there was a really bad series and there's a really good series going on. So, go ahead,
1: buddy. Oh, no. I, uh, you know, the, the Avalanche, they went 4-0 in round one. They went 4-2 against the Blues. But now they're 4-0 yep. right now. I mean, they went 4-0 yep. against uh, Edmonton. And, uh, man, you know, now I, I do have to say, I I saw the Edmonton-Calgary series, and they were, right. they were scoring like crazy, um, which <laughs> – I, it makes me wonder, you know, and and I, I question that with the Tampa Bay New York series. So many goals are getting scored that I wonder if either goalie has enough to stop Colorado. Because you can't give no. up four or five goals a game and beat Colorado. You know, no. it makes me wonder That's, what would have happened had Dallas stayed in there. Just with uh, right. now Dallas couldn't score a goal to save their life. That was their problem. But they had great defense. But right. yeah, so.
0: And same with the same with the same with the old uh, Vegas. What I call them, the Vegas Stars, the Gold Knights. Um, <laughs> I think uh, I think you're absolutely spot on. Uh, I, I I really, it's kind of you can kind of see it forming. Um, I'd like to see the Rangers get in there. It's been a long time since they've been back, back since the messy days and all those days. But next next, so I, as we as we wrap up hockey. Hockey is a great sport. Uh, love, love me some hockey. Oh yeah! But it's had two or three of the greatest chokes of all time. So, what we'd like to do next episode, um, I'm going to invite you and everybody else right now out there in the whole world to please text, email, whatever you got to do. What are the? What are your opinion of like the Bill Buckner Red Sox fumble? the Tony the Tony Rumble, Tony Romo fumble. <laughs> what are what are your version? Because that was one of the biggest blunders I remember in sports history. Yeah. Because um, he was still a holder, blah, blah, blah. Man, that's so, what makes him a great uh, announcer because
1: he called that out this year. And I can't remember what the play it was. It was late in one of the games, and he was talking about they were going to kick the ball on third down. They were going to kick a field goal on third down from, like, the, the 10-yard line. And uh, he said, "He said they're going to do." He said they should do that. He said because you never know what can happen. I mean, you could fumble a snap on that last kick of the game to win it, and if you are in third down and you fumble the snap, you can <laughs> fall and have another kick. You know, and and I heard it, and the other the other announcer didn't say anything about it. I am like, you just blew it because he's just talking about yeah. what he did, and I think yeah. they waited till fourth down to so, do it. And if they'd have kicked it, if they'd have tried it on third down, on third, he'd have had right. another play, and they could have kicked it and yeah. still won. Kind of funny, so, isn't it?
0: This is not, we're, we're, yes. Well, we're not trying to have you Cowboy fans reminisce and tell us we suck. So, <laughs> pick the greatest sports blunders or whatever, fumble rooskies, every sport. I was reading on it today online, and there's like, that was one. There's like 30 or 40 that I was like, who in the hell is this? 1858. What? Huh? What did he do? So, I've got about five loaded. Daniel have... Uh, I'll have two or three loaded down. I have two or three. So, all you fans, ladies and gentlemen out there, get us a couple of uh, what your favorite, what the biggest. I mean, I know, I remember another one from the Cowboys where go to beer 30. Okay. That when Leon Lant got that oh fumble. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. In and the, he
0: stumble Rooney in, right? in the ice bowl. <laughs> in the ice the, game, yeah. In the ice bowl. And he ran down there at homeboy's time. So, the Cowboys
1: have a couple. Thanksgiving Day oh. 19- 92, 90 93, right, 94, right. somewhere in there. So that one was on How the was it list. A&M? I mean, the, the top 100 list. I read
0: all 100 and about half of them. So, anyway, thank you for tuning in, old guys. Real radio. It's your guy, Chuck. Here's Danny. Um, we are the most popular podcast in the world because our rating is five because we've only had about eight ratings. So, thank you <laughs> for rating us, loving us, not loving us, whatever you got to do. We have fun and we appreciate you. So, I think we're coming up to our favorite part of the show
1: oh wow i guess we're starting to get a little bit close as, yeah, as, uh, as, I, as we're I, trying I, to get a little bit shorter on our shows um i couldn't i couldn't well we're gonna we do
0: two shows and the most popular is now area 51 so please tune in and tune in to old guys real radio and original just like barbecue sauce the original is always the best baby oh, so. anyway thank you for tuning in um Danny, um, my beer this week is Bud Light Next. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's hear it. So I got to tell you, um, regardless of uh, here or there, there's only one beer I could find with zero carbs. And uh, let's see. Um, Very crisp, zero carbs, and uh, 11 calories. With wow. a 4% 11 alcohol cal- content. And 4% alcohol. 11 calories? And 4% alcohol. It's a blue and white can, like aquamarine, white. It's the only thing in my fridge with my stupid health issues. i got to tell you. Um, this is going to be funny, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you right now. When I have about three of these or four of these, when I get home after a hard day at work, my blood sugar goes down. The calories going into my belly have no carbs and it acts. So my wife's like, you can't drink too much of those because you're going to be drunken. (laughs) Well, cheers. (laughs) Doctor said. So I'm not telling you all you diabetics out there who I'm I'm on the verge of. And and that's one of my things I I don't want to talk too much about. But Emerson, daddy has switched to Bud Light next. And it's not bad. I mean, is it as flavorful as the other 378 beers I've tried in our four years of the show? Absolutely not. Or the other 1,000 beers I've tried over my life? No. But is it pretty darn good when it's cold? Um, here. Yes, sir. So drink it. Try it. Damn. First ever, just try it. I'm going to tell everybody because flight's pretty good. Yingling and then Yingling Light's pretty good. But there's nothing else on the market that says zero carbs.
1: Hey, that that's a big plus. I may I may actually have to to go to that. You're gonna have to
0: try it. You're gonna have to try it because when you after you after you've had it a few times, like most beers, right, folks. Once you've had a beer, any beer, 10, ten, fifteen times, it just becomes your norm, right? That's what you you grab a cold one. You're like, okay, cool. Yeah, I grab cold, cool. But it's got that thing where it's not nasty enough, and it's not so high in alcohol. After I load the grass today, when it was 105. Hundred and five here in Houston mm-hmm. with seventy percent humidity. Um, after heart problems, <laughs> yay! Anyway, cheers. Cheers. Drink it. Oh wait, wait, wait. The first ever
1: try it. That's all I'm saying. Uh, okay, all right. That's fair enough. The first ever try it. Just try it. hey, and and, I, and, try I, it. I, and, I, and I'll tell you what. If you're one of our listeners who are under 30 years old, don't get a COVID shot and don't drink Bud Light. Next, get some real beer because the calories and the carbs are not going to make a difference. But you're if you're an old try fart, it. listen to Old Guys Roll Radio. <laughs> try it. <laughs> Very nice.
0: Very nice.
1: All right. So great. I have a real one beer. I, Very I, I, nice. Great success. <laughs> all right. So. We, we, we had a crazy we had a crazy day today uh, at work right Just I mean so I wound up interviewing three people all right I mean it's just it, it was just that kind of day So the third the I, I interviewed two girls first but then I was interviewing a Chaplin and this guy was actually pretty cool and so I, I asked him I said so um, you know how do you are you able to perform excuse me you know I said right now we're kind of busy I said are you able to perform under under pressure And he looked at me he goes no but I could do the bohem- <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody for you if you like. 100% <laughs> so, All right. <laughs> so there, there's, there's my beer 30 bad dad joke. Uh, I'm drinking the new uh, Belgium Voodoo Ranger. They do a lot of the Voodoo Rangers. There's a lot of different ones. This Voodoo Ranger is the x Experimental IPA. Um, so they've got several of them. Uh, If I had my glasses on, I'd tell you what the uh, alcohol and the the IBU content are, but I can't read it, so I'm not going to try. But it is the New Belgium Voodoo (laughs) Ranger Experimental IPA. Very clear. Smells like an IPA. If you like an IPA, drink it. If you don't like an IPA, stay the hell away from it because it tastes like a pretty solid IPA. It is not a fruity one. It is straight up Indian pale ale. There is no doubt about it. Um, I mean, it's it's a good one, but man, I got to be in the mood to drink an IPA for that. So there you go. <laughs> drink it or keep it. Yes, it's not a dump it, but certainly eh. not my favorite.
0: Been, okay, fair enough. So, uh, <laughs> uh, thank you again for tuning in to Beer Thirty. And Old Guys Real Radio. Um, I, with the spelling be just ending up, I, I heard one that said, uh, The world tongue twister champion just got arrested. I hear they're going to give him a really tough sentence. <laughs> 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 <sighs> oh, you got to love it, baby. So, anyway, thank you again for tuning in. We're having a great time. We're old, we're guys. Yeah. We rule and we rule radio so next topic i'm going to go into and this this is going to be probably as, we, as we're coming around the backside of the show and uh i've never been around the backside of your show so don't ever think about showing me your back there you are
1: oh. you bet no, no
0: chance so i wanted to say and this is going to be my top choice in this category may or may not surprise people um i'm a fan of all sports um, and one, one or two of them are pretty obvious, so I, I'm going to preface this with, um, I watched a couple videos, and I watched some other podcasts, and they brought a good topic up, so, um, but I, 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 I kind of grew on it, so I'm going to put this over to Danny first. Well, what, so for, ladies and gentlemen, who would you consider in sports uh, the greatest top three athletes of all time. And, and 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 I have some reasons I preface mine. But Danny, why don't you start
1: with your number three, if you don't mind? Okay, that's not the topic that you gave me before the show. Oh. <laughs> uh,
0: top three a- athletes of all time? Uh uh-uh. uh.
1: No. You what gave you asked me to, to name three players that I thought could play in any generation. Okay. Now they're kind of um, similar. Well,
0: it's kind of, kind of almost the same. They're, they're kind of almost the
1: same thing. They're, they're so, the same thing. So, 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 okay. So, well, I could make an argument for the three. Of- Yes. All right, so we'll, so we'll, ju- we'll just start because because you said that. And so I'll, I'll start thing, with right. my number one one that I put out there, which is from basketball, and it's MJ. So Michael Jordan, I think, is a player that could play in any yes. generation. Um, I think he could adjust his game. Yeah, yes. I think he could adjust his game today to shoot just a little bit further away. Um, and I think he was a good enough basketball player with uh, dishing and passing in some of his defense. I still think he could be an effective player today. And, yes, I also think he's the greatest basketball player of all time. So, there, there's one, and it fit into both categories. All right. So, I would say that he is on my list. Um, and when I,
0: the reason I say athlete is because you could take Jordan and teach him how to swim.
1: Right? I don't know. And because he we, tried to play ba- baseball, and it didn't work. Well because he didn't grow up playing it. So I I
0: get you. You take anybody from a certain age and groom them to any sport, Danny. Oh, And, and yeah, they'll know how yeah. to play. Hey, so, you, like, you know, I, I think
1: we've talked about it before that Tony Romo was the co-MVP in basketball his senior year of high school. Um, I've told you that uh, Cred Ludwig, who played hockey, hockey for all, you know, uh, was the best softball player I've ever played with because his skill level, right. I, you know, was at a different level, just the talent level of right. what they do at any sport. So, no, I, I get what you're saying on that.
0: And you, this can go back and forth, and we can spit it out. And but Jordan was one of mine, so that kind of that kind of gets us on one page, honestly, because Jordan was one of mine. So awesome. I'll throw out another one of mine that I think that as a so Wayne Gretzky. All right. Um, some of his accomplishments in the sport that he played won't ever not not just ever be matched. But nobody can play like Wayne did. And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say one of my, my, my top three uh, game changers uh, was Wayne Gretzky. That's, that, that's one of my, uh,
1: You know, and, and because he's hockey, and, and look, I agree with you. I, I think you're 100% correct. Because he's hockey, some people may not understand, but you may have heard he is the all-time goal scorer in the NHL, right? No. But I think he's also the all-time assist leader. That is freaking phenomenal.
0: It is ridiculously, and, and he had he yeah, was so he dominant is. for all these other teams. So I, I put him on my list. So okay,
1: that, right, that's well, my guy. That he, I I, I got to throw this out because you you because you uh, threw you put him on out there right. So yeah. in assist. He has nineteen hundred and sixty-three assists, which doesn't mean much other than number two is twelve forty-nine. Now that's pretty great, but let's look at the NHL all-time scorers. All-time uh, scoring, yeah. And the thing is, is he was such a great scorer they had to guard him, and then come around and um, <laughs> he would pass it off, and they'd have they'd be looking at, at Gretzky. But I mean, think about that. He's <laughs> what is that? Almost 600 assists more than second place, Um, and then hang on, I screwed up my. It's all good. Yeah, I screwed up my my typing, but.
0: um, (laughs) So I will tell you right now that Gretzky, in that massive sport that we all love, um, was definitely athletically, even into his 30s, still so dominant, and that Mr. Wayne had to be on my list. Because, once again, um, that is a world sport, game. Does that make sense? Yeah. So he, he has – Countries
1: all around the world play hockey and – go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, he has 894 goals, which is 93 more. 10% more than number two, which is Gordie Howe. And everybody remembers okay. how great Gordie Howe was. But he's got 1,900 assists to go with it. Gordie Howe only has 1,000 so when when you start looking at the fact that his I mean he has almost twice as many assists as the number two goal scorer, and he's got ten percent more goals uh, yeah there there's nobody that's so ever I think, I think be able Danny to touch would
0: agree he that he's somewhere on our list of greatest athletes. Yes. Danny, who's your number two? okay, well,
1: my number two, number two. because because we were talking <laughs> right. about players who could play in all generations, i because i yes, I sir. can't necessarily call him the greatest athlete. Because he's never gonna win a javelin throw or run a mile. But Nolan Ryan, I think could pitch in any generation. I think he could have pitched way back uh, against Babe Ruth because he had that ninety eight mile an hour fastball. And you know what? His ninety-eight mile an hour fastball is still pretty stout today. Even though they've got a lot of hundred mile an hour guys, he is he is just solid. He he later in his career developed his fourth pitch of his circle change. But he had you know, he had three solid pitches and later got a fourth pitch. Um Obviously, the number one strikeout leader of all time, seven no hitters, which is double, or almost double Sandy Koufax's four. Um, so I think he gets into one of the greatest athletes of all well, time, but definitely me, can play as, in any I, generation.
0: As I brought up on the show many occasions, um, I've met Mister Ryan and got to spend some time chit-chatting with him, and he's he's just a great guy. And and I don't know if you remember what I told him. It, And I'll bring it up right now, is that uh, the difference between Nolan Ryan and other people in the world is he took his talents and his family's ranch and his things that he had, and his whole community is better. His whole city and the world that he lived in is better because of Nolan Ryan. So when I first met him and I said that to him, he goes, who are you? I go, I'm one of your biggest fans ever. Because you really make a difference. You are the difference really the difference between someone who plays sports and someone who is a real game changer I can go on and on about the greatness of Nolan Ryan as a man and as a person but if you haven't ever met him I'll tell you right now Danny like you and me when you shake someone's hand when you shake my hand folks you probably don't want that hand to punch you in the face right (laughs) I shook whatever age Nolan Ryan's hand was and I don't want to wrestle him I don't want to have to Intentionally fight that gentleman, and uh, he 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 contributed to his community and his family in a way that most people don't. So, fantastic! So Dan, I'm going to bounce this back to you for your third. Uh, well, who was your, your second? Who
1: who was your second selection? Because we haven't I got did that. My Oh,
0: I did my tip. Oh, okay. Oh uh, well, uh, I said that. Well, oh Michael J, J. and Wayne Gretzky. There. I'm
1: sorry, you got you right, hit. Right. Me. Okay, I'll, I'll right.
0: throw one in there before you do. Okay, I mean. So I'm just going to say, and I'll put this out there, that I'll say that there are a handful of Olympic athletes. I won't junk up and run the show on, um, on and on, on. But there are several Olympic athletes that have actually transferred over and played football or played basketball. So, well, we could talk a little more about that. I don't want to run the show too long. So I'd say many Olympians can play multiple sports and many can't. So, like, bobsledders couldn't dunk. <laughs> and and, and, you know, and uh, basketball players probably couldn't do the the, the the shuffleboard ice thing. So, you know, there's lots of things that we can talk about. But anyway, I'd say there's probably four. Carl Lewis, you know, a lot of Olympic uh, athletes, Who, but I don't think they could be the greatest athletes of all time. Jim Thorpe. Um, A lot of them that you could throw in the mix, but uh, I'm curious to hear your third. Okay,
1: so my my third one, I went over to the football world, and like I said, I was talking more in terms or thinking more in terms of a player that can play in any generation. And so I picked Gail Sayers because I think (laughs) his running ability – would even work today they probably use him a little bit more as a as a receiver coming out of the backfield that you know to get him in the open field so he could do his magic there more so than he did in the past but i you know obviously he he was great back then he would have been great in the 70s and the 80s and then in today's game i think he would still be able to play so that would be he is gail sears is my third okay well i I not
0: only agree with you i absolutely say athletically with his speed and his fitness back in those days put him on the track he, he ran track in high school and miguel sayers was a phenomenal athlete and even apparently even a better person not knowing him or meeting him um but the stories and the things that you hear about when you watch his short career in the nfl uh, rest his soul i think mr sayers should definitely be on the list both lists and again Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in. My last one's going to probably piss some folks off, but I'm really not, <laughs> not too interested. So, um, when I say this guy's name, I can't think of any other boxer who was so destructive. So, if you don't know and you haven't listened to the show very much, um, I'm, I'm into boxing, MMA. I'm into all sports. But I boxed a little. I did them in it, and I'm not boasting. It's just facts. But the reason I boxed, ladies and gentlemen, is I got in trouble with the law, and they picked where I had to do my community service. So I had to go mop and swab the decks at the Golden Gloves gym during championship tours era in, in the '80s, and that was really gross. But I learned <laughs> I learned how to build a ring and met a lot of people. And I got, I got access to a lot of video, old VHS videos, and a lot of boxing history. Um, but there was one particular boxer that I think about that if you take about three years of his life, and you take him and you put him in any generation, um, Mike Tyson, somewhat, I don't even know what time in the 80s it was. I mean, I, I can't tell you if it was like 84, 87, or whatever. And, and not at, not necessarily after that, or not right now. But there was a clip that you've never seen anybody who went in there against all sorts of jerkos, right? He was... Danny, he was a destroyer. Right. He was... He was a... What, what was that guy from... <laughs> what was the guy from the Avengers movie who... Couldn't be stuff. Uh, the last one going got the chips and uh, whatever that guy's name was. If you watch about twenty-five of Mike Tyson's fights, and these aren't against the first ten or five to fifteen were yeah, trumped up taxi drivers, whatever. But this guy was nothing like you'll ever see again. He demolished folks for a good four or five years. It was like a machine. It was a, a damn gargantuan. That I don't. I know he could beat almost, if not every boxer in history in that division. Maybe one or two will stick out, but I gotta say that the greatest of all time in, in, in his little three-year window—that's the motto—was his coach. And defensively, he was so smart, Mike. You got it, man. I'll fight you right now, by, by the way, Mike Tyson. But <laughs> 20 years after our prime for gossip. And you'll knock me out. But, Danny, do you, what would you say about that?
1: Uh, have, I, and I don't know. Have I ever told you about the first fight I ever saw with Mike Tyson? Yeah. No. Uh, so my brother turned me on to him. You know, they back before ESPN, and, you know, Tyson was coming out, and they used to do the Saturday morning um, – or the Saturday afternoon sports on NBC Sports, you know uh, that 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 crazy intro, uh, the thrill of victory and the agony of defeat yeah, yeah. with that dude falling oh, off the uh, off the the rap, ski jump, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And they would do a lot of boxing back then, and so. Tyson was coming on and it was, you know, just one of the Saturday afternoon thriller shows that they had. And my brother goes, Oh, you gotta see this guy. This dude is gonna be the next heavyweight champion of the world. I'm like, Are you serious? And he's like, Yeah, he goes, he goes, just watch him. He's never gone more than four rounds. He knocks everybody out, out in less than four rounds. He goes, he's gonna be the next the, the next heavyweight champ. They say he's not because they don't think he has the stamina to go far enough when he gets with other people. But oh he's just too bad. And so we watched him. And I think it was like a 92-second fight. And he beat the crap out of this guy, knocked him out in the first round, and he was done. And I'm like, yep. holy crap. So that was my first exposure to Mike Tyson. And so I kind of watched, kind of like Tyson Fury. You turned me on to Tyson Fury and said, hey, you got to watch this guy. Yep. It was really exciting the first time I saw it. And so now I make it a point to watch Tyson Fury fights. But, yeah, Tyson was that way, man. Mike Tyson. You know, I, I guess it's the Tyson brothers.
0: Yeah, yeah. well <laughs> – you know Tyson Fury was named after Mike Tyson, but I got to tell you,
1: hey, hey, prime, hey so he fought- so there we go. It's it's the it's the not the Jeopardy question. It's the Wheel of Fortune question. <laughs> Before and after Mike Tyson Fury.
0: <laughs> yeah, Mike Tyson Fury. Nice. I would tell you that uh, in, towards the middle of his career, uh, after the jail thing and after all the stuff he went through, right. So then I would tell you that Tyson Fury and other larger boxers gave him a hard time, and he probably couldn't beat, um, but, in the, and what I'm talking about, is early part of his career, folks, watch the tapes, watch the videos, there were, these people were established boxers, they weren't, chump change, and everything else, after he had to go, do what he had to do, whether you agree with the, what he did, going in at some time, or not, but there was a period, where, you take, and I, you know, there's problems, so here's a good thing, old guys were radio fans, tell me about, two or three hundred more people that you think could also do that little gap, that little two or three year window like, oh, I don't Albert Pujols and his problem. Yeah, prime, there, there's he's a, gonna, number, he's there's a, a number out there,
1: yeah. There, there's we a number can, of guys like on, that, but, but if you look at Albert Pujols, I would not put him in the <laughs> can play in any era or is one of the greatest of all times, but Mike Tyson was, and you know what? He his personal world ruined his boxing career because had he not gone to jail, he would have had another few years of really good stuff before all the the other stuff. When so, we got out of jail, it started you, all the crazy. If craziness. y'all
0: really didn't, if y'all really didn't know, uh, Customato was his. It, it was his father. Um, he found him in New York, and 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 back when he was a young kid, and then once. Customato passed away uh, Mike Tyson changed and what Customato was was a great almost champion boxer on his own but you also watch Mike Tyson to this day and the t- stuff he was taught. Mike Tyson is a great defensive fighter and always has yeah. been and very skilled. And, and how he takes a little side angle to knock someone out. And when the punches are coming, how he turns left and right because he wasn't the biggest guy, but he was a pit bull and, and, and they knew it. And so all of that came from that old school stuff. We've been talking about old school for a long time. So thank you again. Well, we're all guys on we radio, round. man. I mean, that's what we do, right? so we, we thank you for tuning in but I I think there's probably two or three heavyweight champions over time um, that could have given him a problem but if, if he touched him it's night night time when he was young he was you could just see he was a different type of dude than <laughs> he wanted to rip your head oh yeah yeah <laughs> and and then when he did he just looked over, and he looked at me like, I don't want to fight. Nope, nope. I don't want that guy to punch my head because I'm going to get knocked out. So, anyway. All right. All right. I, so got, I got to ask you because we, we yeah. can't
1: end because there's a big sports story coming on, which is just kind of changing the world, and it's golf. Yeah. I mean, have you heard yeah. about this?
0: So I, I have to say that I have heard not only about it, but um, so it's so if you haven't heard, ladies and gentlemen, there's a new golf Series starting out around the world.
1: Called the and LIV.
0: It's called the LIV. Started out of the billions, billion, of dollars in Saudi Arabia. And they've got some beautiful courses around the world. And some of the other courses who haven't been played quite right in a while, they're starting to re- reinvigorate. So, yes. Um, this is a story, and I've got a, a couple things I wanted to tell you about it. Yeah. That the problem I have with it is, is that, they they're starting to let people go um, from our PGA uh, right now. Yeah. Uh, P, well, the PGA says if you sign up and you play in the tour event for the LIV, you're disqualified from the PGA and okay for life. So the first for one life. was for for life for life. And golf, if you didn't, Danny and I know if you don't play golf or you haven't followed golf a little bit, golf's very very anal like. Don't drive your cart around the foul line or, you know, I mean, just at a course, not right, right. not big level. Just golf has thousands of little tampons. Oops. But the the, the big thing is, is that you've got to follow the rules just to get onto a course. Right. Like Augusta or all the fancy ones. So uh, just to preface this story is that golf is very anal, honestly. They're a very particular sport. And it's not meant for everybody. Um, So the first one I heard that jumped ship, then he kind of rewound, was Phil Mickelson. Right. And then he kind of stepped back and said, well, I don't know if I'm going to do it. And then, but, so, not to be rude, Phil, you're one of my, you're Lefty, you're a great dude. You seem like a great dude. Don't know him, right? Right. Um, So Lefty, lefty Phil Mickelson has now went (laughs) over there. But the one I was surprised about was Dustin Johnson,
1: right? Because he's top three. Well, they're throwing, they're, uh, yeah, but they're throwing around crazy money. I mean, they're talking about some oh. of these, some of these hot top guys are getting signing bo- bonuses over a hundred mil. They said that Tiger right. Woods, they offered him a billion, a billion, to be in their league. Jesus. Now he turned it down. Because he has God. a billion, some of these other he guys don't billion. have a hundred million, and so they were going. Um, so their first tournament, okay, or they've got they've got stops in New Jersey, uh, Bedminster, Boston, and Chicago, and they're offering a twenty five million dollar purse. So it, the the winner gets four million. Last place gets one hundred and twenty thousand. I mean, they're throwing money. They're throwing money to try to buy a league. And and I I'm all for competition, but man, I don't know. I I I don't know. But yeah, this is this is going to be crazy. It's going to shake up the golfing world and you're going to have the haves and have nots. And the guys who go play in the LIV, I mean, think about it. You go down and you play here in in one of the, you know, Byron Nelson or the Colonial here in Dallas or Fort Worth and last you, place 30 grand. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, if I go and they're talking about 54 holes instead of 72 is that is that right do we play 72 it's uh yeah they do they do three days instead of four days three rounds three days instead of four and so if your last one last day yeah I
0: think I think uh, what's his name Uh, Johnson got 300 250 300 million for jumping ship yeah dude that's that that's that's career money that's okay and then the okay so hey mr. Johnson you got to play point uh, 40 tournaments for us here's 200 and some million so it's that old um, what do you call it there's been it's the old several teams in every sport have a uh, The Yankees are the easiest example for me, bro, that they just threw money out there and threw money at people who were champions and the best team in history for a long time because they just flooded the market with money. And smaller market teams can't compete with all the money they have. So systems change. Well, if you remember the original
1: USFL... They picked up Herschel yeah. Walker, and they and they got him out of the NFL by offering him a ton of money. By the time he came yeah. over to the Cowboys, he'd already made his money. He, <laughs> he made his money in the right. USFL, but they went under because they threw too much money out. And I wonder, one, they're going to fracture what's left of golf because if right. uh, you know if Dustin Johnson and some of the other top players can't play a Tiger yeah, Woods, yeah. Right. they're going to oh, wire it see. down. They're going to water it down, right. right? And and then you know, so so what do you do? How do you know who's the best? And you're picking leagues, and I, you know, obviously this is Saudi funded, and they've got deep pockets. I just don't know how long it's going to last, and I, and I worry that it's really going to hurt golf because Tiger brought golf into where everybody kind of got excited about it. He was very young, he was very talented, very charismatic, um, and he was fantastic player, great athlete. And if you think about it, you look at because Greg Norman won it a couple years, and he's over this LIV league. Greg Norman's got the body shape of me. You know, Greg Norman makes me think I could be a pro golfer. Tiger Woods was young. He was fit. He was trim. And that's what we're getting in these young golfers now. But if you start splitting them between the two leagues, I don't know that that we're going to know who the better golfer is. And I think it's really going to water down the game. And I think it's going to make us not care about anything until one of the two goes bankrupt and then everybody goes to the other one.
0: And uh, you never know whose pockets are deeper. Yeah. Uh, I got to tell you, though, in anything you do, I mean, whatever job you have, someone comes in and give you know, hey, what do you make? Oh, I make fifty k a year. Oh, I'll give you a hundred. I'll give you a hundred and I'll pay you three years up front. Oh crap! Uh, yeah, I mean, that's one of those things where you want to be loyal and you want to do what you got to do. Yeah. But then the other thing is you got to take care of yourself. Right. So I don't. I, it sucks. It sucks for these jerk offs to do this. But the fact is, is that's what the world is. If someone drove in and said, hey, Danny, I've got this facility with 500 people. Here's your $500,000 year salary. You'd go, I got to go. Yeah. Nice to see you. I love you. We're moving and we're here. I go. Hey, because I I I could do that
1: a year and that's uh, that's five years of salary. I mean, you know.
0: Right. Do uh, it for three or four years and go, hey, uh, uh, Pikachu to you. So. Again, thanks for tuning in, Old guys from Radio. It's a tough thing to really discuss about what you know. What's your soul worth? But uh-huh. is their soul really in in the PGA or in the game? So if you got to take me over and put me in the game I love so much, and give me more money than my my twenty five years generations are ever going to use, hell, I might have to jump ship. Hey, hey, it's it's I'm the sh-
1: big sports question. So if you had, let let's say you. Could go to the NFL, right? Because that's where that's where all the talent is. All right, let now let's let's get more realistic. Let's say you're a well, baseball player, right? And you can go and pitch in the major leagues, but you're going to be an average pitcher, right? Seeing so you seven hundred million dollars a year. But yeah. Japan asks you to go to Japan and pitch for two years at $3 mil a year. What do you do? You know, do oh,
0: you do oh, you want well. to play
1: against the best? in the world and say you are part of the game well i mean but (laughs) say you were part of the game or do you want to go to japan and rake the money
0: um it really depends what the easy answer to say is danny is like they did the easy answer is, i'm i'm gone dude i'm out yeah but then again i mean do i do i do you uproot your daughter
1: but if you're you but it, but if yeah. you're the best golf or if you're the best baseball player in Japan, what the hell does that mean? If you're the best baseball player in Major League Baseball. That's another story, right? I mean that that's my point. What do you do? Well, you you're never well. well you can go be you can go be the starting quarterback for the Canadian Argonauts, right? And you can go win a Grey Cup and nobody sees it, or you can go be the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys at five-hundred grand a year instead of ten million a year. what do you want to do oh
0: that, that's different i know what i'd do there we all know what we well, it <laughs> i, I think know. most of us know what we would do but it, there's so many considerations and factors well. So, thank you for tuning in old guys Real radio great question great thing for you all to tune into and, and comment on it, i, I would i would really say that uh... for me um... it really depends on the scenario because I could go play six months of football for ten million, come home, and then be happy versus the five hundred thousand. Yeah. But when you when you offer guys more money than they're ever going to earn in their career to switch leagues, so the Canadians offer Doug Flutie a hundred million dollars to go play there. Yeah. Doug Flutie's not even going to pick up his jersey. I mean, they're moving there. I mean, so it's not more per year. So it's a very great question. So, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. Please, please uh, uh, chime in. This is a a all time classic sports question. So, we thank you for tuning in Uh, as we start to wrap up this one. What do you guys have, uh, Danny? What do you have for uh, our final thoughts? Uh,
1: You know what? I I, things are tough out there right now. I mean, so uh, just take care of the people around you. I heard a stat today. That there are more uh, people who have run out of gas on a highway rated by AAA than any other year in, in decades. So just think about that. You know, if you got the opportunity to give somebody a burrito, great. But maybe you got to put five dollars of gas, which today is a gallon you know uh maybe you got to give somebody 10 or 20 bucks to get them get them down the road 20 30 miles so just look after your fellow man it's a rough time it's a rough time for food gas everything else and so if you're one of those that are blessed like i know chuck and i are um just try to help people out any way you can because uh, people need it right now
0: this week i had the opportunity to buy meals for a three police officers at Whataburger. Um, I couldn't eat at Whataburger, but my wife and daughter were, were were hungry. I gotta tell you this story. So folks, I had to go have a procedure and I couldn't eat for two days. And my beautiful wife was starving when I picked her up. So you wanna talk about heart? You wanna talk about love? I stopped her by Whataburger so she could eat. <laughs> <laughs> On the way to my procedure. And I hadn't eaten for a couple of days. I'm like, man, that's real love. Later on, afterwards, after everything was all said and done, we go in and the police officer sat down. And I walk over and I'm like, like, can we help you, sir? I was like, you can't pay when I'm here. So that's one way to do things if you're allowed to. But anytime you can help somebody, just help them. Just be nice. Um, And I'm not talking about, hi, it's so-and-so with your car warranty. Let me give you money. No, 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 no. When you see people in need or if you're in need, if you're really truly in need, do not ever hesitate to go to Old Guys Rural Radio. Uh, our website or the phone numbers you put on there. If you're truly in need in the Houston or Dallas-Fort Worth area and you need some help, just go on there. We'll get it for We're, you. we're blessed to be doing just okay. Not, you know, not wealthy, but I'm happy to help everybody I can. So that's the, the final thought for us today is if you need really serious help and we can do a little bit of something, and if anybody you're around, if you can do a little bit of something, God bless you for doing it. God bless you for doing
1: it. Amen.
0: Thanks for tuning in. It's your guy, Danny. It's your guy, Chuck. We'll see you next time on episode twenty, you bunch of turds. <laughs> <laughs>